going to Vegas. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, Steve Simon. And I'm Harrison. Harrison, uh, mm. thanks for recording the show earlier this week. I'm uh, going up to San Francisco over the weekend. Oh, are yep. Joe Kelly's 40th birthday party. Yep. I forget who that is. Joe Kelly. He's been on the show a million times. Tattoo guy. Oh, okay. Know, I've only New been York. on the show with him once. Tough so. guy. I've only been on the show with him Thinks he's a real once. tough guy from yeah. New York. Yeah, I know these guys. He's like, I'm from Long Island. Yeah. I'm tattooed. Yeah. yeah. I wear magnums. Right. Um, yeah. no, he's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, it's his 40th birthday, so I'm heading up there. Um, but you know what's, you know what's funny? It's, I'm, I'm going to see, you know, I'm going to see my brother. I'm going to see my sister. Yeah. Uh, my sister and Big J are going to go to the, the party as well. Um, my brother, I haven't seen in a little while, but my brother just got rid of his motorcycle. Oh. Yeah, my, I think my brother really wanted to be like the iconic leather man on a motorcycle. Mm. Like my brother wanted a motor... He wanted to be that mm. motorcycle gay guy so bad. Yeah. But it turns out my brother like never could even pass the test to get his license. He kept passing out. Like he would like in class pass out. Mm. He passed out, just fell asleep because he's narcoleptic. Mm. So he fell asleep on the bike while taking the, the, the writing exam. And he dropped the bike and the guy's like, you know what? You got to go home. Yeah. So my brother tried four times. The fourth time he's going over there at like 6.30, 7 in the morning. He's driving illegally. He was just driving around San Francisco without license. He's driving there illegally. He, he's on the highway. He's getting off. And I guess it was kind of wet or something, and he missed a turn, or I don't know what he did. But it, the, the, the bike slipped, and he fell on his shoulder, and he fucked his shoulder up. So he decided right there, I'm just, fuck this, getting rid of the bike. He did pass the driving test, though. No, he never even made it to take oh, the test. Shit. So he's still driving a motorcycle without No, a... he got rid of the bike. Okay, but he was riding a motorcycle without a license. Yeah, for like, motorcycle license. probably like six months. Okay, okay. Yeah, just, I mean, not not around, just going yeah. like to and from, from work, which yeah, is yeah. only a few blocks. But okay. but yeah, so he's he's all bummed. And I was kind of bummed. Why would you have a fucking vehicle in San Francisco? It's kind of weird. Well, you shouldn't have a and motorcycle you there. You had a car in San Francisco. Um, just when I first moved there. Okay, okay. Yeah, when I first yeah. moved there from Chicago, I had a car and I got rid mm, of it. Okay. And then I never had one. Because it's like you can't park. You're like, ah, oh, I found a park. Ah, oh, it's a garage. Oh, it's a garage. Everything's a fucking garage. You know, I had a car, and, and it cost like 40 bucks a day yeah, yeah, in yeah. these garages. Yeah. I had a car for like the first two years I lived there, and in that yeah. two years' times, I got mm. towed six times. Yeah. Six times. Yeah. They're no, so I mean, vigilant about it. It's like somebody's garage. You think it's a, you think yeah, it's yeah, a spot, and it's actually somebody's garage. And you get fucking towed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's the worst yeah. city to have a car. Yeah. It's as bad as Manhattan. Um, but yeah, so now my brother doesn't have a bike. He's all mm. bummed about it. Mm. But um, so, so I'll get to hang out with him. And you know, get- everybody I know who's, who has a motorcycle at some point ends up in fucking traction, you well, know? D- dude, could you imagine if you had a motorcycle? Like, I, yeah. I see your car. Yeah, yeah, your, yeah. Uh, your Challenger is, yeah. like, covered in just, like, you know, scratches and dents. I'm going to miss it. I couldn't even it. imagine with you yeah. on, like, a fucking motorcycle. I'm going to really miss that car, too, when I... 
Yeah, I heard about that. So uh, you're trading it in for a Pinto or something? Like a Pacer? Key, like a Kia Optima <laughs> hybrid or a some Kia. Yeah. Is it Kia? Okay, in the whole like hierarchy of of cuck vehicles. Yeah. Is a Prius above a Kia or below? Like, which There's one's more of a, a cuck? You're more of a cuck. Okay, a Prius I am is more of a, of a cuck. cuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just because Prius, you know. I don't like, you know, I just wanted something. I'm riding a Prius. I, didn't, I wanted something that's not a fucking hatchback. I don't like hatchbacks, you know? Yeah, I guess and, Prius is yeah, a Prius. Yeah, yeah. I don't like them. So I wanted to, but it's like, it's it's the first time in my life I've ever, I will ever, when I get rid of this car, that I will ever have a car that says nothing about me as a person. So wait, all the cars have been a testament to your character? Cars. I've only had two cars. I've only had two. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. What'd you have before the Challenger? An, a 1987 Oldsmobile Calais that was of a color that you couldn't actually describe. <laughs> it wasn't brown it wasn't gold it wasn't purple it was like somewhere in between those colors hmm. and it had bucket seats and it was like a two-door and it was just dope as, as fly as fuck that car you know i could i could see you yeah. driving that vehicle a lot of drugs um stash in in the driver's side door you know you unscrew, inside the yeah you inside the, vent, the door put it inside the door yeah you know my old my old car i had mm. in high school is an impala an mm. old impala that i like nice. decked out to make it it was like a yeah. 1976 impala that's it wasn't nice. a cool like muscle yeah. car impala yeah i decked it out to make it look like uh, the love machine from yeah. uh, up in smoke with a mm. fur and chain steering wheel all that yeah. but that car had so many places that you could yeah. hide drugs oh yeah they're great yeah. but every time i got pulled over yeah. due to like the chain steering wheel and the fur and the dingle balls and all that yeah you just get searched so i never did, hit chain drugs steering, did it come with the chain steering wheel no i got it i got okay, it made okay. i got like had that okay. thing i like bought it ordered it bought it yeah. and like installed it that's great yeah it was yeah. a pretty cool car yeah but the, I, I don't like the idea of having a car that says nothing about me as a person whereas uh, like a like a scratch dented up fucking challenger says like unhinged lothario you know yeah yeah which yeah I feel makes, is, makes yeah. me think of uh kurt russell in that that grindhouse right. movie when, what was it when he was just run over bitches in his car yeah yeah that's, yeah that's um, this kind of looks like that i know yeah, yeah when you're driving that it's around. one of the last remaining items of sex appeal that i have in this town yeah it's now, now it's just i'm gonna be driving my kia yeah no. but i get great mileage yeah the mileage yeah it's excellent <laughs> Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to see Sleazy E. I haven't seen him in a while. Okay. see Joe Kelly. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's weird. It's, it's, I felt like I don't usually buy my guy friends a birthday gift. I don't do that usually. No, it's a little weird. I think it's, it's weird. I'll a, buy you a shot. Yeah. You know, I don't mind yeah. that. Um, but it's a 40th birthday. Yeah, I guess you got to do something. So I felt like I had mm. to. And Sleazy E also makes it awkward because mm. he buys me a gift and my birthday's in January. Mm. So now I kind of feel like, fuck, I got to buy him something. Mm. And so he bought me that horrible... Uh, Caitlyn Jenner shirt. Did you see that? I did see that. It said like X Man on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. I'd where never gonna, wear that. Yeah, where, when, gonna, where are you going to wear that? Yeah. So I bought him a shirt equally yeah. as terrible. Look okay. at this thing. Yeah. It's a Tom mm. of Finland Danzig shirt. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Look yeah. at that. It's like, where would you mm. wear this? It's so disturbing. That, yeah, because it looks like he's got tits, kind of. Well, it looks like he's got breasts. I'll, I'll post a picture on the site. Yeah. It looks like it's powder blue. It looks like he has breasts. Yeah. And uh, and there's like just this huge bulge in his leather pants. Yeah, yeah, that's big. Yeah. I wonder what uh, Danzig thinks of this. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know it's it's kind of a funny shirt. You can go to. I'm just gonna give a plug here. Yeah. Old school skateboards. That's where I ordered this. I don't shirt know if from. you've seen Danzig lately, but I don't I think. think he thinks much about anything other than cake. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, maybe he doesn't really care about yeah, it. He does yeah. look like an old man with like a six head. He's got yeah. a huge forehead. Yeah, yeah. It's a receding yeah. hairline or anything. 
Anyway, enough about me. I'm going to go. That's why, that's why we're recording the show a bit early. Mm. And uh, so prior to the start of the show, when we're mm. doing a little pre-preparation thing going on. A little runway. Yeah, yeah. a little, uh, little practice mm. session yeah. here. We're so professional. We oh, got to yeah. do a dry run of the yeah, show. Really? Um, no, actually, what, what really happened? Bullshit gossip, 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 uh, gossip session. Usually, well, that's usually what I it was. Usually, and so yeah. during this gossip yeah. session, yeah. Harrison looked a bit vexed. I'm like, yeah. what, what's going on? Why, why are you so vexed? And you mentioned you're about to sue HBO. Yes, a lawsuit. Yeah, you don't. You don't strike me as a litigious individual. I'm not. I've never sued anybody. So what? Okay, so. Explain this from the beginning because I'm, you know, you kind of explained it to me before, yeah. and I'm I'm kind of in the dark because I don't really know much yeah. about the HBO show okay. that you that you're upset about. Yeah. So so what's the deal? HBO show The Leftovers yeah. stole your idea. I I think they may have. Yes. Did you come up with this when you're high on meth? No. Okay, you realize this while you've been sober. I I came up with this idea when I was like two in 2006. I was no, on, I'm saying, did you come up with this idea about suing them when you were like on like a th- the third no, day of a meth? No, page? no, no, no. I came up with this idea about suing them like fucking a week and a half ago. Oh, so you've been sober. So this yeah. is a sober, this rational, is a sober rational idea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. It was like I have no other alternative here. So explain you know? explain the connection here. The right. reason why you're going to so press leftovers a is this one of these like you know post rapture thing idea uh, concepts where it's like two percent of the world's population suddenly disappears and it, no one really knows why. What what's are, is this the final season of leftovers? Yeah, it's a it's final like season, the fourth yeah. season or something. Yeah, the third season, the third yeah. season, yeah. three seasons. And what the premise is? People suddenly like two thirds of the population or two, a third, two percent, two percent. Oh, two percent. Yeah, Do, you know, I never watch the show, but yeah. I, I know about it. It's kind of a religious rapture show, right? Kinda. They know, it's never explained why it happens, but oh, so then so some people might believe it's like a religious. Yeah. A lot of people do. Okay, because it's so America, it's, you know. Yeah, yeah, but um. Yeah, so 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 it's what if 2% of the population just disappeared. Yeah, and, and in the mythology of this world there's like a kind of a religious significance attached to the 1980 sitcom Perfect Strangers. Perfect Strangers. Yeah, because all four of the the main series cast members of Perfect Strangers disappeared on that day supposedly. So wait, so so we're we're talking the show with cousin Larry and Balky. Yeah, with cousin Larry. Don't and Balky. be ridiculous. Yeah, that Don't show. Don't be ridiculous. Yeah. So it was Balky from where? Where was he from? Meepos. Meepos. Yeah. 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 He used to say things like, you know, like you can fool some of the sheep all of the time, but you can't fool all of the sheep all of the time. Yeah, he'd say stuff like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> And you yeah. know what the crazy thing is? So, those two guys, I used to watch that show. Yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, I kind of, th- I, I still think right. you were playing a bit of the theme song. And yeah. what's weird about it is Leftovers even incorporated the theme song in their opening credits. They did. Yeah. Which, which is another yeah. weird coincidence. Mm. So, um, and uh, what's his name is in the show, right? Marklin Baker, who played Cousin Larry, is in the show. That's what, that's what, that's what just. Is that what tipped you off? No, because I saw it before. Like in the first season, they're like, somebody's watching the news in a mental hospital and it's like perfect strangers you know was a everyone knows that because uh all four cast members because i guess like the likelihood of like because it's two percent of the world's population the likelihood of like four people fucking the same show yeah disappearing it's it's unlikely right and so this is not set in 1990 this is set in present day yeah, right? set in present day so yeah. these are like you know how old is cousin larry like 60? 60 yeah he's like so 60. these four yeah. four 
but then former yeah. uh, a Perfect Strangers cast members. But then it turns out the three of them disappeared, and Cousin Larry actually just fled to South America to make it look like he disappeared. Um, for notoriety. For notoriety's sake, yeah. Because he, he hasn't been doing out. much, has he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and then it was like, there was a scene in the episode where he's explaining him he's playing himself is Mark, that this Marklin season Baker, yeah Marklin Baker's playing himself and he's explaining to somebody this theory about particle acceleration radiation causing the fucking people to disappear okay so and then he knows why you know and and this is a lot like my fucking comic methazone Okay. okay, wait, wait. Now, yeah. So now, this is the whole basis of your lawsuit. Yeah. You wrote a comic, what year? 2006. And this shows, this This is this season, so 2017. It came out, they last first started doing it in the two. first season, so 2014. So 2014. So yeah. still like about eight years after your yeah. intellectual property came yes. out. So yeah. you wrote this comic. Yeah. What happens in Methazone? Well, it's it's an it's another like left behind style thing, you know, because this was after Left Behind came out, it was kind of popular, you know. And uh Left Behind, what was that? Uh, that was a series of novels that was actually had a Christian theme about the rapture where it's like the people who are left behind after the rapture. That's what it's about. Oh, okay, did you yeah. read that novel? No, I didn't read it, but I heard about it. But you knew it. about it. it was in the I news. wanted to do my own thing because I wanted to do a, a sci-fi thing based on my own time at a methadone clinic. So it's basically methadone. It's like all the people who go to this methadone clinic survive while everyone else in the almost everyone else in New York disappears one day. And it's inexplicable. Yeah, like they don't know every, why. you're in the methadone clinic yeah, yeah, for like yeah. three weeks. You come out, everybody's gone. You go into a methadone clinic once a day. Okay, so to you're get saying, your methadone and you leave. Oh, I thought it was like a rehab thing. It's no, not no, a rehab. no. So you're just in the methadone clinic. Yeah. You get your methadone, and so you're only in there for like an hour. Yeah, tops, an hour. And tops. then you come out, and everybody's gone. Yeah. So that whole rapture happened the whole time you're getting your methadone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so all in New York's gone. Yeah. Right, Pretty that's, much, that's, and then, that's then weird. it turns out there's also like, um, you know, uh, homeless people that live underground. They're still around. Homeless oh, okay. People that so live in the, in the subway tunnels and stuff. And um, dogs and cats uh, learn the ability, can now walk and talk also. That happened. Okay, and that doesn't happen in that the show. That does not happen show. in the oh, leftovers, okay. yeah. Although I think yeah. that'd be a good addition to the show. But, so anyway, what's the connection Perfect Strangers? Well, because the guy, the guy who does this is, uh, you know, he's... Uh, He's this scientist called Zendik, the right? protagonist of your. No, comic. he's actually the villain. Oh, he's the villain. Or he's okay. one of the. He's. It's a little both. Right. But he he's he created this like particle acceleration device that actually made this happen. Okay, so yeah. he actually used radiation to make everybody yeah, disappear. He did. All yeah. Right. Um. And uh, yeah, so he did that, and it it he did it because one time he had a psychotic break while watching Perfect Strangers. So, so you're in in your story. This guy watches Perfect Strangers, has a psychotic break, and makes this particle accelerator laser gun that just makes everybody in New York disappear. Yeah, yeah. And there's a scene in it where he's watching Perfect Strangers, and he has a psychotic break, and then Balky just starts talking to him from the television, and then it just his words just turn into equations, and he like you know he, he t tells him like the light how to make the thing equation like how to make, how to make it yeah how to make it, and he after the psychotic break he turns perfect strangers into his own religion. Why would Cousin Larry allow Balky to give the secrets up for the particle accelerator? It's a good question. Because usually Cousin Larry yeah. was always kind of like, you know, like the, the, the guy that sort of curbed Balky, yeah. you know? And, the, and this, this guy, this physicist, Zendik, blanket. he has like, 
you know, hallucinations where um, he talks, he has like the Dionysian and the Apollonian, the Dionysian being Balky and the Apollonian being Albert Einstein. And he talks to them. And then at one point in the, he makes them real at one point. Um, so Balky's a character. Balky's a character. In your, in your book. Yeah. Yeah. And so do you explain why the, why, where the people went? Or, I mean, did the people evaporate? Did he kill the people or are they sent to a, like a different dimension? They were what sent happened? to a different dimension. The people in New York are actually, it's like New York, the instant of New York at that moment in time is like, is carefully cut off and put into another dimension and only certain people can travel with it. So he okay. didn't actually make people disappear. He just made the methadone people disappear. So you like go into another dimension, which is exactly what fucking Marklin Baker says in the goddamn in the goddamn show. So do you? He were says you everyone watching, went to another dimension. Were you watching the leftovers? Yeah, and you saw this episode, and Marklin Baker, they, they, and he plays Marklin I've Baker. I've already been I've already been bitching about this for fucking years. I've already been bitching about this shit for years, dude. Like, but what's the final straw? What made you want to like file a lawsuit? Marklin Baker fucking explaining the goddamn science of it. Of the people going into another dimension. I'm like, fuck this. That, so in the episode, he's explaining that there's a particle accelerator yeah. that uses radiation to make the people disappear. Yeah, into another dimension. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And I'm like, because this is like one of my goofier fucking ideas, you know, yeah, that and it's, I still it's so random. have to live with today, you know, and, and it's like. I've had this kind of shit happen to me before, I feel like, and it's like, but it's always kind of explainable, like, well, this is kind of in the zeitgeist for weirdos and, you know, this and that, you know, it's it's understandable. Whereas this is like, how the fuck? It's so, it's so random that yeah. it can't be a coincidence. I just feel like mind raped. I feel mind raped by HBO, to okay, be honest. How do you think and they would have found... Damon Lindelof and all so these fuck faces. Do you think... Damon Lindelof's the producer of the show yeah. or writer? Yeah, he's Peter, the producer, co-showrunner, co whatever the fuck. So do you think he found your comic? I was like, that's a good idea. I think somebody did. Per One of the writers. There's a producer in the show that uh, this Perfect Stranger things come from, and I... I, it's very conceivable they would have. I've been handing it out at comic conventions for years, you know? So can um, people buy Is this comic online? It was at one point. So somebody, he could conceivably have come across yes. it and read it and yeah. been like, oh, wow, we should incorporate this whole idea. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. But you know what? I, I was reading it because you mentioned this to me. I was reading another article today on, on Vanity Fair that was saying how it's like, you know, this show is resurrecting Cousin Larry's career. Yeah. But then they say... They also mention a dude from uh, from other '90s sitcoms like Just the Ten of Us right. and a guy from Family Matters. Right. So maybe it's just they like to to, to bring up nostalgia of uh, sitcom nostalgia. Perfect Strangers is the only fucking one that's actually in integrated into the mythology of the fucking show. It's an they may use other actors, yeah. you know, yeah, but the you know. And the and the thing is with the with him explaining this particle accelerator, the yeah. radiation making people disappear to yeah. a different dimension. That's way too close to your yeah, idea. Yeah, it's too much. Okay, it's so too then, much for me to handle. All right, okay, so then... I, I'm going to have a heart attack. I'm going to have a heart attack. So the next logical question is, you, you know, you're essentially penniless. Yeah. You know, you, you don't have much clout. No. Um, are you going to hire a lawyer pro yeah. bono? Are you going to represent yourself? Like, how, how do you file suit against a titan like HBO? I'm consulting a... Um, I'm consulting a... What do you call it? Lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm consulting a um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, is alpaca. Some, is an alpaca. Some advanced legal yeah, 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 going yeah. on here. Yeah. 
So, so you're getting an alpaca to yeah, represent you. I am. I am. And um, not a llama, mind you, because that'll okay, fuck the yeah, whole yeah. thing up. But an alpaca. Yeah, so uh, a copyright lawyer I'm talking to tomorrow and seeing what I could do. Because they, this is not the first time HBO's done this. You know, they did this oh, wait, shit. HBO has done this to, uh, there's a precedent for this? They've done this to other people? True Detective did this with Thomas Ligotti, and they paid Thomas Ligotti off. Thomas Ligotti's a horror writer, the greatest living horror writer of our time. I mean, the yellow, uh, was the yellow... What was that? That's uh, a different guy. A That's different, a different guy. guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. But Thomas Sergati did like that. Was it? Wasn't like the the musings of Matthew McConaughey's character like lifted directly from Legati's the dialogue? Books? Yeah, Matthew McConaughey's yeah. dialogue in True Detective is lifted directed from the writings directly from the writings of Thomas Legati. Though to be fair, you can kind of crib that. Di- you can pr- probably read like Georges Bataille or any of these kind of like post you know uh, nihilist kind of writings yeah. like that you can kind of crib the dialogue from that if you wanted to but, but, it, was, but it, it was enough where HBO was like just give this guy some money so they just settled so yeah. you're thinking this gambit might work for you it might you know but I mean you can prove it's like this is a published work mm. 2006 I feel like I need to do something I feel like if I do nothing it's a travesty good, if you ask evil me. men triumph when good men do nothing you know? I, I just wonder if there's like some nerdy writer mm. that's probably about your age mm. that you know goes to comic cons or at least like reads a lot of comics yeah. and came across his indie comics like yeah. it's a good idea yeah because it seems like it's it's too random and to I'm gonna not tell be, you something to D. be a coincidence I'm gonna you know? tell you something D. it's not a good idea okay <laughs> it's a dumb idea all right I'm, I can honestly say that it's a dumb idea and the fact that people are responding to it makes me want to kill myself. Would would you have uh, like if I kill that, myself? They're getting they're going in the note. They're if, going in the fucking note. If I they had like you. cats and dogs walking yeah. and being sentient, would you've gone down there with a knife? I probably would have. Yeah. <laughs> or you know, or at the very least, hung myself with a USB cable. So how much are you gonna and, ask for? Like, if you're gonna settle, you're gonna take their first offer. You can try to like bargain with them. I don't want to. I'm not. I can't comment on pending litigation, D. How much? Well, okay, just give yeah. me a ballpark figure. What do you people should get with a settlement like this? This is honestly more about the principle of the thing than me trying to get a huge payday. It's, well, you know, you've been violated. Yeah, I'm you've not, definitely been violated. I've been violated. Yeah. Dot com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like you've been stealthed. Yeah, by a guy. I have been stealthed. You know? Yeah. It's like you've been stealthed. Yeah. Um, well, it'll be interesting to find out what happens with this. You yeah. have to, you have to, you have to let me know. Good luck with the copyright yeah. lawyer. And I also don't know if, like, if I do this, if, if I'm forever like being going to be blacklisted in L.A. I have no idea in the entertainment industry. Yeah, but I wonder if at the same time, if you don't do it, or if you, well, let's say if you don't do it, yeah, then you just live with it. Let these people steal your intellectual property. Yeah, or if you do it. Maybe um, the Hollywood Reporter will write a, an article about you, and then people are like, "Holy shit, this guy's got ripped off." I'm gonna hire him to uh, write some really stupid ideas for yeah. my sitcom. <laughs> That's very fun. You know, you know? I, I did think about that. You know what I mean? So you never know. This could be a launching point. It really could. Yeah. You know, you, you you never know. You never fucking know. Get so. out of the podcast ghetto. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so. Well, uh, good luck with the lawsuit. I'm gonna have to. Is, is it worth it for me to check out the show Leftovers? Should I just say fuck it and read a synopsis? It's not great. It. It's not a great show. It's 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 very problematic. Um hmm. but I too many like, shows. I barely right now. decided to watch the third season. I really regret deciding to watch the third season. Maybe was then. it just you saw Cousin I Larry just gone and you're on, like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. It was Cousin Larry explaining the science of it that just fucking broke my mind. And I'm like, I I can't 
just can't abide. You know, you I know? gotta say, I empathize with you now yeah. because you've been sober for a long time. Yeah. This is a rational thought. Yeah. If you had told me this like six months ago, I'd been like, okay, you know, go smoke a little more meth, <laughs> and, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, or maybe take a break from it or whatever. Yeah. I just would have thought it was like a you were having a psychotic break, yeah. but this, yeah, I don't know. This is just it's too random. First of all, for it to be a coincidence. I don't smoke meth, D, okay? <laughs> I, I, I inject it directly into my bloodstream, okay? Shooting meth is like fucking drinking co I mean, I'm sorry. Smoking meth is like drinking coffee. It's, right. it's well, to me. It's like, it's not even worth doing. Like if somebody came up to me and was like, hey, you want to smoke some meth? I'd be like, no, thank you. It's not even worth doing. I want to rot I'll my a, veins. I'll That's what I want to do. i coffee instead because it's the same shit, all right? <laughs> All right, you know, well, so you can tell your brother I said that. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping he's not shooting meth these days. <laughs> um, anyway, well, good luck mm. with the lawsuit. We'll have to Thank find you. out what happens with that. Yeah. Um, people, it's episode 582 here. Second wrong. Just lost my train of thought here. We have Fistful of Steel coming up next. Uh, Steel rants about prom season. I guess he hates prom season, which is funny to what? me because I wouldn't even know it was prom yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. Like, would you have any idea of his prom season? The only season? reason I ever know it's prom season is if I happen to be, like, really drunk, which I'm not anymore, but I happen to be really drunk, and I'm, like, in a fucking IHOP at 2 in the morning, and there's a bunch of fucking teenagers in fucking in tuxedos. tuxedos. yeah. Then I'm like, what is it, prom? Huh? I, like, I, I remember one time, I, it, was, it was last year, my sister was visiting, and we went up to Griffith Observatory, and there were just a bunch of, like, formally dressed teenagers fucking puking all over each other wasted as fuck <laughs> falling all over what time the, like, it, like it's like eight at night yeah it was like eight wow. at night yeah starting early yeah it was crazy yeah i always thought the whole idea mm. of prom was just absolutely ridiculous yeah you know i did go one year mm. but it was just like maybe i went two years actually i remember i went one year and i was at the at the thing for like five mm. minutes and we just went to parties mm. but i remember going one year with a date that actually really was into it mm. but i just remember thinking the whole thing of like why are we like pretending to be you know fancy adults right day? it's just the whole thing is stupid and i felt embarrassed going to like the you know <laughs> you go to a nice restaurant and you're sitting there like oh you yeah. know i will have um <laughs> Uh, some uh, filet mignon and, and you're sitting there in your fucking tuxedo and, yeah. and all these old people half the old people are like oh how cute look at the little, the little kids in their tuxedos and yeah. then the other half are like what the fuck I'm yeah. paying this much money and I gotta go sit next to these fucking mm. idiots you know sitting there fucking telling dick jokes yeah while, while I'm eating my fucking $150 meal it's ridiculous yeah I mean I only went to my alternative high school prom <laughs> where like 20 people showed up <laughs> So, like, you know. did you wear a tux? No, and no. you didn't. I can. I, I wore an all. I did wear a suit, but it's like half tuxedo. the people in the school look like fucking Rob Zombie, you know. <laughs> so it's like, and and the cool kids, like the raver kids, they don't want to go. They usually don't go. The people who really care about the prom are like, because like a bunch of the kids were like, you know, cool hip, you know, raver drug dealer kids, and then maybe thirty percent of the school is like fucking. Kids with Tourette syndrome, kids with yeah, I various can't believe types they'd of even autism. have a prom. Yeah, for you guys, and those are the people who were really vocal about having a prom. Like, guys, we want a prom. <laughs> guys, we because there's one guy who just couldn't pronounce ours <laughs> with, with Tourette's. I don't know what his what his problem was. He, he definitely <laughs> didn't have Tourette's. He wasn't like shouting piss flaps in the middle of English class, but he was just like, guys, the prom is very important. We need to get, we need to have a prom. <laughs> Fuck the prom. 
We called it a prom. A prom. Yeah. Anyway, we have Fistful of Steel coming up next. Phone calls after that. But first, here's a word from Adam and Eve with a special new offer for you. Um, it's a sex swing. You know, I, I know a lot of people are like, we got the dildos. Mm. We got the butt plugs. Mm. You know, we got the strawberry flavored lubes. First you what get the dildos. Get? Then you get the block plugs. <laughs> then you get the women. <laughs> but then, yeah, I think yeah. that's the thing. It's like we've already, been, D, we've been listening to the show for 10 years. Oh. You know, we've been buying your fucking shit from Adam e for mm. so long. Yeah, but you never got a sex swing till now. It's true. That's the thing. And th- this thing, I, I would just, I just want to see people defy physics mm. and just shove their wife up on the door in the sex swing. Yeah. Do you think Adam and Eve is liable for any injuries? Because I think a lot of the people... Fuck no. Well, I just wonder, like, if you yeah. order this thing, you put it up on your yeah. door. We have a lot of listeners that are well over 200 pounds. Right. I don't know how much, how much weight can one of these swings take. Dude, if, if that were true, then every sex shop would be out of business the first time somebody got something stuck up their ass in the ER, you know? Yeah, but I mean, so what, do you think the sex swing has warnings on it? Yeah, of course it does. I wonder... Like, I, this I, will... Don't be over 100 pounds. <laughs> It's like a ride oh, you're gonna, fucking yeah. Great America. You will break your tailbone in half. <laughs> All yeah. right, so they sent me copy okay. for this. Um, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Yeah, I'm really looking to hurt myself. <laughs> That's what I'm looking to do. <laughs> looking to break my fucking leg. Going to break my ankle on your goddamn sex. Uh, yeah. I've been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy. Mm-hmm. That's the funny part yeah. about it because then, you know there's a lot of guys that listen to the show. They're yeah. probably like, "This is the only way they get to bone their wives is if yeah. they order something new from Adam and Eve." Right? Yeah, because they can't just show up with a porn movie because it's right. like this is you know a lot of women get pissed off about that anyway because they're like, yeah. "You're just buying a porn movie that you like." Yeah, sure. But so that anyway, they order something thinking their wife's gonna like this, and then they just pull out this sex swing, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> love to see your face you want me to get what on the door what <laughs> you want me to do what with that yeah I'll hang that up in the door and you're yeah. gonna stick your dick in me yeah I wanna see this happen yeah um, well here's an offer you won't be able to resist but adamneve.com for a limited time only get 50% off any item but that's not all when you select your one item at 50% off you also receive a free sex swing just hang it on your door and hang yeah. on tight for that wild ride <laughs> <laughs> We're going to lose our only sponsor, thanks to you. <laughs> no, they It's not like blueapron.com is fucking banging on our door here. You know, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I wonder how many people are going to use the two in combination, sex swing while eating their blue apron. Mm. That now that's now that's sexy. Yeah. Uh, top it all off, they'll even throw in a free, ship, free shipping on your entire order. They're not kidding. So check out adamneve.com today for the special offer. I'm getting serious with this, people. Mm. 50% off one item when you type diddle for the offer code upon checkout. And when you do, you get a free sex swing and free fucking shipping. That's it's quite a bargain. Yeah. It's a lot going on. They're throwing a lot of free stuff. Mm. So just use diddle at adamneve.com and mm. go get your sex swing. Save your marriage. <laughs> this podcast is not brought to you by Squarespace. No, no. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, of course not. I wonder if... Uh, Blue Aprons giving out sex swings, you think, to get people to order their food. Yeah. You you make it yourself. Yeah. Actually, I like that. I like building my own sex toys. I'd like a, like a, assemble like a it yourself. Like kind of thing? Yeah. I think you should, you should get this yeah. sex swing thing. Try it out. With who? 
I, I don't know. I don't, I'm you know, sure you can find one. <laughs> I can't, you know what? I, I have no job. I have no prospects. I have no cool car anymore. You know, wait, wait till I have you, nothing. Wait till I have you get nothing, that dude. settlement money. Yeah, yeah. Then there'll be some sex swings. <laughs> That is absolute bull piss. Absolutely. Uh, my sperm was as potent as it got because I knocked up a broad who had a black baby. Absolutely. Uh, well, I'm inciting violence, and somebody bring me up on charges because that is horse shit. That motherfucker goes into my... This is my realm. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going back to the old school, back in the 50s and the 1940s when they used to use VD for venereal disease. Fuck the STDs, I still have VD. No fucking way. I don't buy it, I don't believe it, and I think it's pure fabric. Steel. D. Hey, what's cracking there? Not much, what's going on, sweetie? Ah, it's another uh, another fine fistful of steel segment here on Sick and Wrong. Um, I was, you know, it, before the show, I was going through uh, the Facebook, the Facebooks, and I came across one of your recent rants um, about stealthing. And I was thinking about that. So stealthing's kind of been the media this week. Um, and it's it's the act of when a guy surreptitiously slips off a condom during sex so they can have sex with a girl, you know, raw dog style or without a condom. Which I, I've always, to me, it always seems like, why would you ever want to do this? Like, did you realize what would happen if you get this girl pregnant? But apparently, maybe these guys don't want, don't care about it. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure what the goal of stealthing really is. Like, child support? Is that what the goal is? Or maybe gonorrhea? <laughs> <laughs> Either or, I suppose. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Because to me, one of the you know with sex, one that's always in the back of my mind. It's like if I knock her up, I'm stuck with this girl for the rest of my life. Like it's that's it's my whole life, you know, <laughs> is flashing by me when I'm when I'm coming inside of her. So yeah, so I'm not going to stealth that. I'm not going to even risk it. But I don't know what the deals with these guys on the internet because I think it is. But then I was thinking. So you, I was wondering if you've actually ever stealthed your fleshlight, or do you usually just always wear a condom with a fleshlight? With my fleshlight? Oh, I raw dog it all the time. I, in fact, I cream pie it every time. I never even pull out of the fleshlight. I go right inside the baby. Oh, yeah. So you don't stealth but yeah, your remember, hand? I can't, I can't even impregnate my fleshlight because I had a vasectomy about 10 years ago, so I can't oh, impregnate even... anything at this fucking point in time I although i could catch that. an std from my flashlight because it probably doesn't get clean very often <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know i forgot about that you got a vasectomy so uh that that wouldn't really matter mm-hmm. so did you ever so is erectile dysfunction also considered stealthing so when you can't even keep hard and the condoms keep slipping off is that also stealthing uh, no, stealthing is, you know, if you, you take the word stealth and you look at the, the stealth bomber or whatever, it's supposed to be like a, a secret bomber that can drop bombs on things. I think when it comes to erectile dysfunction, you're technically stealthing because nobody can, you know, you're not even hard, but it's more of a, I consider erectile dysfunction more of a fact that say you bought tickets to a concert and the band doesn't show up. 
<laughs> that's more what erectile dysfunction is. It's like the the woman is expecting the show. She's she's got her tickets. She's ready to get fucked. You show up, but the band never makes it to the stage. The band might actually show up, but they ne- they never get to the stage before they have to leave the party. So you're at a bad company concert. Paul Rogers yes. is just about to play, and then what? The amp explodes or something, and then they just that could be part of it. In in one way, shape, or form, the show never goes on. Hmm. The band's plane gets stuck in, you know, uh, in a snowstorm in Chicago and can't leave the runway. Or they make it to the venue, but but their lead singer bangs his head on a, one of the light boards or something, and he has to be rushed to the hospital. In other words, there's something that 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 stops that show from happening and leaves the audience, which in this case would be the woman in her vagina, extremely disappointed. Disappointed, yeah. Um, would you? If you were to choose who to stealth, would you rather stealth Hillary Clinton or Eleanor Roosevelt? Well, I did have a, I once had a website devoted to Eleanor Roosevelt's vagina called <laughs> EleanorRooseveltsVagina.com. <laughs> That's a very creative uh, name so, for that site. So I, I, I think it would be a better, I think I could promote my website more if I stealth uh, L, uh, FDR's wife. I could promote that website, which is now defunct. I let it, I, I let it expire because I've never ever did anything with it didn't know what to do with it once i i uh, created it well maybe yeah uh, i would maybe if one day we master time travel you'll get to travel back in time and you can charm her with your your wit and uh next thing you know you can stealth eleanor roosevelt well i tell you what it's not going to help my self-esteem if i can't lure that fucking homely bag into the sack (laughs) when she's married to some guy who rides around in a wicker fucking basket wheelchair who can't even move his legs you know if i can't woo her away from a guy with polio and a monocle that I really am really not going to have a lot of self-esteem after that. All right. Well, I don't know. Did he wear a monocle or am I getting him confused with a guy from I think with Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt is who you're getting him confused. I don't think Franklin, Franklin Delano Roosevelt wore a, uh, just glasses. Okay. He just had Sorry. My apologies to FDR about his choice of spectacles. So I'm setting this up for the first rant of the show here is, uh, it's about the first lady. Well, first ladies in general. Well, apparently the Internet is very upset by Ted Nugent, Kid Rock and Sarah Palin taking a photo op in front of the Hillary Clinton portrait, which hangs from the first lady wall at the White House. Well, you know what? I'm outraged, too. I'm outraged that we even have a first lady wall at the White House. What the fuck is this? Hey, ladies, because you happen to have married a guy who eventually won a presidential election, you know what? We're going to dedicate an entire wall where we can hang your portraits. Look, fuck faces, I don't go to Cooperstown and see a wing where there's a portrait of Hank Aaron's wife hanging on the wall. Why? Well, because she didn't hit 755 home runs. Hank did. I don't go to Canton and see a bust of O.J. Simpson's wife in the bust room. Why? No, not because O.J. stabbed her in the neck a hundred times and then led LAPD on a slow-speed chase in the backseat of his Ford Bronco, but because she didn't rush for 11,000 yards, O.J. did. When did we find it necessary to immortalize first ladies with a portrait in the White House as if they actually accomplished something? What, because you worked on some public service message for the Ad Council to just say no to drugs, or because you banned Pop-Tarts and Skittles from school lunch programs, you all of a sudden think that your portrait worthy? Oh, please blow me. So can we stop pretending to be offended by seeing the guy who wrote Wang Dang Sweet Poon Tang standing in front of Hillary's first lady portrait and instead let's be offended that someone thinks that she or any other first lady for that matter should have their picture hanging on the wall in the first place. 
<laughs> wow yeah poignant um you know first ladies do stuff like did you see that video of uh i forgot where i think it was like at the easter at the white house they're all doing the um the pledge of allegiance or singing the national anthem and uh, donald trump's just kind of standing there grinning like a douchebag and uh, melania's like tapping him on the arm being like hey put your hand over your chest dumbass <laughs> did you ever did you see that like put your I, hand I, I did not see the I, I missed this year's white house easter bunny celebration well there, there were gifts all over the internet of her like kind of smacking him on the arm being like you know put your hand over your heart you're the fucking president <laughs> and he's just sitting there grinning like an idiot um right I, I think they i think they do that you know i think they uh give presidential blowjobs i kind of was looking for forward to um seeing what they would have done with bill clinton's portrait if hillary had won would he have been in the first lady room or what would have happened with that he would have had to have been wouldn't he <laughs> i mean he i mean he would have been for all intents and purposes the first lady or whatever well, we're gonna what, call what him they... now that he's the husband and she's the wife and she's in the actual oval office but yeah i would think that it would it would be very sexist of us not to include him in the first lady wing of the White House with his own portrait. Would he have to wear like a, a dress or an outfit becoming of a first lady or would he just have been in a suit just like normal? Because then he would have had two pictures in the White House. Well, yeah, he'd have one where the presidents are, which is basically, I mean, they're the ones that, you know, and I'm not even saying we should have pictures of politicians anywhere because I hate all politicians. <laughs> but I mean, it, it, the White House is there because of the president. It's not there because of the first lady. So, yeah, he would have two. He'd have one in the first lady fucking wing and one in the presidential <laughs> wing. And I would suggest to him that possibly I think it would be nice in his first lady wing portrait if he wanted to put on possibly a blue dress with a stain on it i think would be a very appropriate picture for bill and his first lady portrait would you want slick willie that close to all the other first ladies if if we put slick willie's portrait in the first lady <laughs> wing of that fucking white house we're gonna have stealthing there's going to be some stealthing. There's going to be, let's put it this way, Bill Clinton in the first lady wing of the White House, there's going to be some rape adjacent going on. <laughs> he's he's well, going to be an adjacent rapist. So what's it called when uh, instead of you know slipping a condom off, you just slip a cigar right in the pussy? Is that also stealthing? Uh, that's called cigaring. <laughs> cigaring. Cute. Okay. Yes, or Fidel Castro wing. Okay. If it's a Cuban cigar. If, if it's, it's not a Cuban, a Cuban cigar. cigar and it's made by one of those uh, fucking Bolivia or something like that, uh, or Paraguay, then it's, you know, then, it, then it's just, just cigaring. Uh, cigaring or stogieing, as they like to say, if you're over the age of 90. <laughs> she got stogied. <laughs> yeah. There's stealthing exactly. and stogieing. Yeah. Yeah, two yeah. different things, but basically it has, there's something in somebody's pussy. <laughs> Do you think Melania actually has sex with Trump? Because they never see each other. He goes to Mar-a-Lago and he plays golf. Yeah, I don't think they've probably, I mean, I don't think they probably have had a lot of sex since they first started dating. And, you know, when they first were married and, you know, had a, she wanted a child and, and they, they had a kid. There's probably not a whole lot of sex between the two of them no, uh, I, going I on. I wouldn't so. be surprised if they had, uh, you know, both of them had pieces of asses on the side, obviously. I mean, obviously Donald does, but I'm assuming that maybe she does too. And maybe there's an understanding there. Uh, if, you know, 
I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm but saying, my I'm guess thinking. is no. They're probably not having much sex now. You know, you know, she's only forty-seven. Oh, I didn't even think she was that old. I didn't even know. I didn't even know she was forty. Is she? 47? Yeah, she's she's forty-seven. I, I I don't know. I thought she for some reason I thought she was like uh like in her fifties or something. You can't really oh, tell. See, I thought she was you can't m- tell with mid thirties. Yeah, she's okay. anywhere I, I between she was... thirty to fifty-five. Like she's in that range. You know. Okay. Yeah, because she she's older. She'd be like two years older than I am then, and she looks fucking ten times better than I've ever looked at any age. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she's fantastic. She's definitely. You know, she's definitely an attractive broad. Hottest first lady I think we've had. Maybe next yeah, year. Uh, Jackie Onassis was pretty fucking hot for, I mean, but, you know, it's 60s hot, so it's hard to look back, you know, now and in, in retrospect, being that I wasn't around back then. But yeah, she was pretty. Mary Todd Lincoln was a nice piece of ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, folks. All right. I'm I'm kidding. The, uh, you know, <clears throat> speaking of Donald Trump. Uh, the next, uh, the next rant here has to do with the Miss USA pageant, which uh, didn't Trump, was he in charge of Miss USA or Miss Universe? One oh, of them. I'd see, I see. I always get all the, I get Miss America, Miss USA and Miss Universe. Miss he was definitely, he owned one or two of them, but I don't know if USA was one of them or if it was one or the other. I see that some broad with Down syndrome has just entered the Miss USA beauty pageant in California. Well, that's it. It's fucking on. If these Downs can enter our beauty pageants, then our pro athletes should be able to enter their special Olympics. Thanks a lot, Chris Burke and Jerry Jewell. You two land some shitty 80s sitcom roles, and now all of a sudden every handy on the planet thinks they're a swimsuit model. Wow, I didn't know this. So now, wait, they have Down syndrome contestants? I, this contest, it's not a special, like, it's not the Miss Special USA. It's not like a special, special uh, pageant. It's it's the Miss USA pageant. Yeah, some broad entered it who has Down syndrome, who's, I don't know, 18, 19 years old or whatever, has entered the... For California which? branch oh. of the Miss USA contest to win Miss California, I think is what it is. And then they move on to the national one, whoever wins that contest. Well, I wonder if they're going to do something kind of like, you know how like you see videos online of like that one retarded kid who wanted to, wants to play football. And so at the, you know, the one team is blowing out the other team. And so like for one play, they're like, we're going to let him run tailback. And just the other team's like, ah, oh, we're not going to tackle him. He's retarded. And he just runs for a touchdown. Have you seen that? Yeah. Uh, you seen those videos? Do you think they're going to do something yeah. like that with her? Like, oh, obviously you're not going to be Miss California, but you'll be Miss California adjacent. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 it's hard to say because it's putting that pageant in a very difficult spot in this day and age because everybody's, you know, everybody's so politically correct and they always want the feel-good ending to whatever happens. And, yeah, those videos you just mentioned are very prevalent online. There's always some sort of, you know, retard that's winning homecoming king or prom king or, you know, they're, they're letting him run a play in a fucking game and, he's, you know, let him score a run or a touchdown. It's happening constantly. So I don't know what the pageant and California, let's face it, California loves this political, correct, uh, touchy feel. Oh, yeah, yeah. So being that she's running in California for Miss USA, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, yeah, they fucking, oh, let's give it to her so she can break ground for all the other specials out there to let them know that they can do whatever it is they want to do whenever they put their mind to it. And maybe they will send her to the national. I would not be surprised if it's going to happen. It's going to happen in one of those West Coast states like Oregon or Washington or California, because those are those are the places that want these stories 
no matter how fake or manufactured they are, even though the person wouldn't really, you know, ever win it in any real capacity, but because they want everybody's feelings to all you know, feel uplifted. Yeah. Yeah. You know they what? Everybody to feel well. Yeah. I would be more inclined to watch it though. If there were some contestants with down syndrome, because I think it'd make the talent portion a lot more entertaining. Um, I just, you know, it's like, sure, there's lots of hot girls. I can go on to, you know, Pornhub right now and see a lot of hot girls. But how often do you get to see actual retarded people compete in a pageant? Yeah, I mean, it's it definitely, uh, obviously, I'm probably going to have to refrain because I might not be able to eat for a day. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I can see, I mean, the talent portion, you know, what does the downs do in a talent portion? Do they try to, do they give them a coloring book and tell them to try to color and stay within the lines? I don't know what the inner, the the talent portion of that would be for downs. My contention is, what are they going to do? And, and maybe the maybe because of our you know every the anti misogynist movement. Maybe I don't even know if these beauty pageants are allowed to let them go out in swimsuits anymore. I don't know if that's part of these pageants. I know it used to be part of like a 30 year score back when I was growing up in Miss America and shit like that was your evening gown, your bikini, and then your talent. It was like those three. So I don't know if the swimsuit uh, thing is still part of the pageant, but I would venture to say if it is, and you've never seen a downs in a swimsuit before, you're about to. And it's, it might be the funniest thing we've ever seen. Also more entertaining. I don't know. Yes, I don't know what yes. they do. Like roller skates, magic tricks. I have no idea. Fart contest. Anything. I, I just think it'd be a lot more entertaining to watch if we had actual real retarded people instead of just mentally retarded hot girls competing. Yeah. yeah, well, that's the thing. Let's face it. I mean, the the brain capacity between the actual beauty pageant contestant and now the specials that they're putting into the. I mean, there's probably not a lot of difference intellectually. <laughs> it's just one looks downsy, the other one doesn't, or one's got a handicap, or the other one doesn't. I mean, that's that's probably the only difference. But if you were to ask them the same question, like, what would you do to solve world hunger? The answers probably aren't going to be too much <laughs> off from one another. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming the retard when getting asked about world hunger is going to answer, uh, you know, make more crayons because they enjoy <laughs> eating crayons. Uh, so, I mean, which isn't going to be too far off from the, the regular one who's probably going to say, oh, I would end world hunger by trying to make the world a happier place. You know, some stupid fucking made up pretend answer that they try to come up with and make yeah, themselves. I think they're both pretty sound. retarded. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It make it a little more interesting. Um, yeah, all right, well, the, we'll see. The last rant here has to do with prom and I didn't even realize, but it's May. So it's a uh, prom season then, right? So it's, uh, you know, kids are, are, uh, wearing tuxedos and going out to fancy restaurants as if they're like adults on a real date or something. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's an awful time of year. It awful really time. is. Hey there, moms and dads. I see that senior prom season is fast approaching, which means that rest assured, you will flood social networking with pictures of your dorky kids standing outside a limousine in their tuxedos and prom dresses. I think it's wonderful that you parents take the time to document the hours right before your daughter's deflowering. Remember, you just spent several hundred dollars on a prom dress for your daughter that within a few hours is going to end up on a motel room floor somewhere. By midnight, the only thing your daughter will be wearing is a pearl necklace. That's right, your daughter is going to be covered in so much of her prom date salty liquid dick sugar that she is going to look like the opening scene from Law & Order SVU. You won't be able to tell if it's your daughter or 
the inside of a vault at a sperm bank. You're going to mistake your daughter for the creature from the Black Lagoon. Well, that is, if the creature was from a Black Lagoon that was filled with her prom date's cum, she's going to look like the Rocky statue when it's covered in pigeon shit. Except, the pigeon shit isn't going to be pigeon shit. She's going to be one big walking mountain of spunk. But parents, this isn't just about your slutty daughters. No, it's about their dates, too. Hopefully your daughter's date is a true gentleman, because a true gentleman will try to at least come on her tits or try to fuck her in the ass. If he's not, well then, you better hope that the school puts out a big bowl of morning after pills right next to the prom punch. Otherwise, the only graduation walk your daughter will be doing on graduation day is walking to Planned Parenthood. Aw, they sure grow up fast now, don't they? It seems like just yesterday you were dropping them off at nursery school, and now here they are in some strange motel room taking loads to the face. Happy prom season, moms and dads. Hashtag proud parents. Hashtag life's special moments. <laughs> you know, you should start writing Hallmark cards. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I, th I think it would work. Some, some, some prom cards. Um, did you go to prom? Uh, my senior year. Yes, I did. My, I didn't go my, I don't think I went any other years. I think I went to homecoming a couple times and then I went to prom. I think only my senior year. Yeah. I think I, I know I went to actually, no, I, I don't think I ever went to homecoming. I think I went to both proms though. Okay. I think I, I don't think I could get a date for homecoming. Maybe. Yeah, well, I, it wasn't like I was beating dates off of me for that. <laughs> it wasn't like I had them lined up outside my house on Bernie Street, you know, waiting to waiting to be asked to prom. Did uh, Did Dougie have a sister? Is that who you took? <laughs> no, I don't think Dougie has a sister, but if the, if she, you know, if he if he did, I wouldn't be opposed to it. <laughs> I just remember even then just being like. This whole situation that's going on of us renting a tuxedo and then going in a limo with a bunch of other dickheads to like some fucking restaurant and then we have to sit at this table and pretend like we're, you know, on some kind of fancy date. I just thought the whole thing was just a farce and it was ridiculous and a waste of time. And it's so, it's kind of creepy. Like I remember going to prom, like we did the exact same. We had a limo. We had, yeah. I think we had a limo that took us and we had our prom. And I had a fucking white tux on. Which so did I. Awful <laughs> tux. And, uh, I remember we went to, I think we went to, I want to say we went to Bay Valley. I live at Bay Valley now, which is like a, a resort with a golf course. And then they have a condos and stuff around the resort area. And hmm. I live out there now, but I want to say we went to the restaurant that's in the actual uh, hotel. If I remember right. And I remember, you know, because adults, like when adults are out eating on a Friday or Saturday night, they despise the 16, 17-year-olds coming in in their tuxes and fucking sitting. <laughs> it's, it, I remember all eyes being on us in the restaurant because th these people didn't want a bunch of tea. They, want, they wanted to enjoy their night out and just fucking go eat and then fucking go to a movie and maybe go home and fuck each other. They didn't want to be bothered by these fucking loud, stupid, unfunny teenagers with yeah. acne all over their face and mullets that are sitting there trying to pretend like they're, they belong in the restaurant with everybody <laughs> else. Cause we didn't, we fucking stuck out like sore thumbs. We were awful people. I remember, uh, at, at our prom because like uh, a couple kids died the year before drunk driving, they did this after prom party at the bowling alley. Oh. So it's like you had to go there, but you couldn't leave because there's no ins and outs. Like you couldn't leave when you got there. And there was like a raffle where you won like 
I don't know, like a gift certificate to Little Caesars Pizza and like 500 bucks, I think was the grand prize. And there was like pizza there and you could, I think the pizza was donated and you could bowl all night. And uh, the, the whole goal was to keep kids away from doing, you know, drinking or, or uh, drugs. And so I remember we went there afterwards and I was like, wow, this is the lamest fucking thing I've ever seen. And uh, meanwhile, everyone's like, oh yeah, we rented out a strip of hotel rooms in, uh, I think it was in Midland. So it's like the whole block of hotel rooms. It's like everybody, you know, rented them out. So I said to my date, I was like, all right, let's get out of here. We're all going to, you know, this hotel. And she was like, I would rather stay. I'm actually having fun. Oh. And I was like, are you serious? And so she, so she, yeah. so she stayed and I was like, all right, later. And we went to the hotel. I ended up getting fucking just wasted. And I remember waking up just wearing my underwear. I can't remember what girl I was like sleeping on her ass cheek and uh, she was topless and I wake up just in my underwear and there's a uh, fucking Gary Kaczynski sitting in a chair <laughs> looking at me laughing. And, uh, and I was just kind of like, what the fuck? Where am I? And I go take a piss and I look in the mirror covered in swastikas. Like someone took Sharpies and put swastikas <laughs> all over me. And I had to hey, go home. Crime. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's a hate crime. <laughs> and I had to go home to my parents, the rabbi. <laughs> and that's like, and I'm trying to wash it off, but you just see like these swastikas. I remember opening the door going home and my brother's like, what the fuck? Just go upstairs, dude. <laughs> and so I ended up doing that. It turns out my date, who had stayed at the prom, she won the 500 bucks. Like, she won the money. And uh, my mom made me go over to her house and apologize for ditching her. So I had to go oh, over to this girl's no. house and apologize for ditching her. And she's like, that's okay. I ended up winning money. I was like, all right, well, great. I'm glad did you, you when you were apologizing, did you still have the swastikas all over your face? <laughs> no, I think I took a shower and scrubbed them off. I'm sure the parents would have loved that to have seen her prom date. Oh, well, what's this? He's some white supremacist coming to the house with swastikas on his face, even though you're actually Jewish. But no, I remember, uh, see, that's what sucks about you guys. You were three or four years behind me, so you guys yeah. got all that political correct after the prom party because of the drunk driver. See, I we beat, we were kind of ahead of that curve where where they the the dare or the moms against drunk driving mad or whatever they hadn't mad, stepped in yeah. to interfere with prom yet so we didn't have any special after party that was school sanctioned that tried to lock you down once you got in so we didn't have that I remember we ate which took up fucking an hour and a half or whatever we were only at the actual prom because it was so awful ah, so uh, awful you know the the actual dance part of it where you go where they got the fucking punch and of course you know the the punch back then we spiked the punch. So the punch was already fucking, you know, uh, tanked up with vodka and shit like that. But I remember staying only at the prom itself for maybe 10, 15 minutes. And then we said, this is fucking awful. And we rented, we didn't rent, we weren't fancy enough to rent hotel rooms. We rented motor lodge rooms at a fucking local <laughs> motor lodge. And, uh, What's a know, motor lodge car room? Up to the front and, oh, like a motel. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. A motel. And, uh, we rented a whole slew of those, and I remember it was me, Martin. Like, by the end of the night, most of our dates, we already dumped our dates off because they fucking had to be home. I think my date was younger than me. She was like a sophomore or a junior, so her mom, <laughs> she had a curfew. She had to be home, like, at 10 or 10.30. So we dumped her off um, after a finger, you know, after a uh, me. She wouldn't let me fuck her, though, but she did let me go mean finger back. I mean, I, I went, I, I think I tried to fist her, but I could only get two fingers in there. <laughs> But I went, and that's when finger banging was cool. That's when finger banging was. Yeah, finger it, blasting it, was yeah. the shit. 
So yeah, that's when you, like you, that, that that means you actually scored. Like you got somewhere if you were yeah, you know, finger yeah. And it was cool. Like now, I don't think people appreciate a good finger bang. I still appreciate a finger bang because you'd bring your fingers to your friends and let them sniff them, and they'd do the same with you. You'd sniff <laughs> their their girl's pussy on their fingers. So anyway, I finger bang her, then dropped her off at home, then met back up at the motor lodge. And by that point, I think Martin and some of the other people dropped their dates off as well. And so it was basically just a cock fest just uh, left dudes. at the motor lodge. Wow. And it was me. I remember it was me, Martin, and there was a whole bunch of people kind of in and out throughout the night. But I think the the three remaining remaining survivors were me, Martin, and Marcus that stayed all night. <laughs> and me, Martin, and Marcus turned that motor uh, or that motel room, the whole room, not just where the bathroom is. We turned the whole room into the urinal. We just we'd <laughs> oh wake up. God. We we were drunk because we had a keg of beer in there. We just pissed. We destroyed that fucking room. I still can't believe we never got a bill for what we did to that fucking room. But it was it was literally there was three inches of piss on the floor of, of the hotel room, not the not the bathroom part of it where the toilet is. On the hotel room, there was, had to be three inches of piss because, like I said, everybody that came in and out of the party, we just pissed on the floor of the motel. We didn't we didn't go use the toilet or go outside. We just pissed right like where the hotel is. It's, isn't it a pity that we didn't have Instagram back then? Oh, can you imagine that? Or a smartphone with a fucking, yeah, with a camera on it? Like back then you had to haul around a big VHS recorder that was fucking as a big fucking as a car. camcorder, yeah. Like you, we didn't yeah. have this. Like, you know, I wasn't able to Instagram a picture of myself covered in swastikas. You know? Yeah, but we could recreate it now. We could do ROM on your head and then take a picture and say this is a recreation of the 1991 Garber Prom or whatever, whatever fucking year it was. But I remember waking up and it was like it was like living. I was sleeping up in the bed. I remember waking up. It was like fucking ten in the morning or eleven o'clock, and this was after everybody's passed out and all the booze was gone. And I remember stepping out of the bed and hearing a like it was like stepping into a puddle. <laughs> or a very deep puddle, or it was like stepping into a stream. I was ankle deep in piss. That's how much piss was on the fucking floor in the motel room. <laughs> did and Martin, did... I go, what the? I, I'm like, what the fuck did we? Are, is this all piss? And you could smell it. It was horrible. How many beds were in this hotel room? There were two. There were two okay. twin beds, I believe. And I was sleeping <laughs> in one. Marcus was sleeping over, slouched over in a chair, and I think Martin was on the other bed. And, like, I forgot that we were just pissing on the floor all night. So I step out of bed, and I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm splashing my calves with piss because it's, it's, it's literally up above my ankles. Like, it's, you know, and I'm like, oh. So I slush through the piss, and I grab my fucking tux and everything else, put it on, and wake the other two up. Fortunately, my clothes were sitting on a chair that wasn't covered with piss. Martin's sweatshirt, however, was was on the floor, drenched, like covered with all the piss. Martin gets up out of the bed, goes, walks over to where his hooded sweatshirt is. It's covered in piss. He puts it on. Oh man! Like, without missing a beat, he didn't like hesitate. He didn't. He puts on a soaking wet, piss-soaked fucking sweatshirt. And he, he, me, and Marcus then go over to the Texan to eat. This is at, like, by noon on Sunday. We go in there, and like I said, Martin walks into the Texan as we're about ready, and he's wearing his piss-soaked sweatshirt as we sit in a booth and eat a fucking hot fudge sundae and some scrambled eggs. <laughs> Jesus. You know, yeah. it's, you know it's kind of sad that your dates got to miss out on this. I know. They would have you know? loved the piss party. I think I mean, they would have loved it. be. Yeah, who wouldn't want to be covered in Martin and my piss? I mean, who wouldn't want to experience that? Yeah, no, they, the they definitely missed out. They did. Because yeah, that sounds like so, a hell of a party. 
Yeah, well, we left the keys on the bed. Obviously, we weren't going to make any to do about checking out. We were just getting the fuck out of there. Cause <laughs> I, I still was, I'm still awaiting like a multi hundred dollar bill or a thousand dollar bill for destroying that fucking motel room. God, at that point, you got to send in hazmat suits just to fucking clean that place. Oh, it's so gross. And the grossest thing, and it, like I said, Martin fucking wore a, a piss soaked. I mean, it was like throwing a fucking sweatshirt in a pool of piss. Puts it on and he's eat or eating fucking brunch or fucking breakfast at the Texan as he's drenched. He's dripping with piss the whole time. <laughs> Did someone sit next to him? Uh, I sat on the other. All I know is I sat on the other. It was a booth, so we didn't. You know, it was a round like a U-shaped booth. So one was on. You know, I was on the opposite the side of Martin, side, and then yeah. somebody was between us, and Martin was on the other side. But said, it was as far away as possible. The thing, the oh, only thing so is, the only thing about these Bay City motels, like I remember the Tuscola Motel. It's like it probably yeah, that's doesn't. The one we were at. Tuscola. Okay, yeah. This is the right type of place. This is the type of place where people cook meth. So it's like I, I don't know if it really matters that the fucking floor is covered in urine because, like, you know, they're cooking meth in the bathtub. I mean, it's that's that nasty possible. of a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> That's, but this, you know, this was this was this was mid '80s, so it was still kind of. Now it's probably a complete disaster, but uh, back then it was, you know, it was in okay shape. They had local owners that, you know, yeah, and it was right cheap. It was like forty bucks a night or something, or twenty eight bucks a night, something like that. It yeah, was cheap. It was cheap as fuck. I mean, yeah. you know, we were high school kids, so we, you know, pulled all of our money in to afford it. So, you know, we didn't have a lot of money. Plus, we had to buy beer and shit that night and all that other shit. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it, uh, ah, memories. Time, but, yeah, memories. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Parents should realize that if your kid's going to go uh, to prom, she's probably going to get stealthed and she's probably going to need an abortion. So uh, maybe that's a reason to keep Planned Parenthood open. You really want to spread their seed? You know, does this seed need to spread? I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do we need any more steals in this world? I think we're good enough with one. <laughs> hey, don't blame me. I didn't fucking get like I said. I didn't get laid at prom. I just finger banged and pissed all over a floor. So <laughs> all her daughter would have to, all they'd have to worry about their daughter coming back if they went to, with me to prom would be covered in my own piss. Now that's a Hallmark card waiting to be written. That's yeah, right there. A Hallmark card and would make a parent very proud of yeah. their daughter. <laughs> On that note, prom dates. Stay all right. It's always good to catch up with you and uh, stay tuned next uh, till next month. Another segment of Fistful of Steel. Until then, take it sleazy. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh no! When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive a free sex swing. Hang sex swing to your door and hang on tight. And to top it all off, they will even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type diddle for the offer code upon checkout. That's D-I-D-D-L-E, diddle, at adamandeve.com. So we got a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is that number. A few people calling from uh, the UK were like really confused about the, the international calling code. It's not even that hard. Hmm. Like if you're calling from the UK to the US, you just dial a zero, a one, and then the fucking number. Right. You know, it's not like fucking trigonometry. Yeah. It's know? not like we got, you got to dial four, four, like when I call you motherfuckers, you know? And, and these are the guys hmm. you expect to know how to put a fucking sex swing on their door. 
and use it and climb yeah. into it. Yeah. I doubt that's going to happen. <laughs> anyway, uh, we did get some good calls this week. Uh, yeah. The first call is from Sugar Baby. Mm, I remember Sugar Baby. Hi, it's Sugar Baby calling back. Um, I have a little bit to clarify about your guys's, I guess, view on Sugar Daddies. This was a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> she called in, I don't remember when, maybe a couple months ago. Before I went to rehab. Yeah, so it was yeah. a little while ago, and she mm. was talking about having a sugar daddy. Yeah. And uh, I think we had some, I don't know, we, we conjectured about what, what age range a sugar daddy's in yeah. and how much you make. And we, well, we had some questions about it. Yeah, and we also it also comes up from time to time. What, being a sugar daddy? In the show. We talk about it sometimes. I guess we do. Because we live in the fucking sugar bait, sugar daddy capital of I, fucking know, the world. Honestly, you know? I aspire to be one. Yeah. I just unfortunately don't have any sugar. Yeah. You know, um, I remember, uh, I think it was Lenora mm. that said, you're not a sugar daddy. Yeah. You're a Splenda daddy. And I was like, mm. what does that mean? She was like, you don't have any sugar. Yeah. So you're probably like, you know, artificial sugar. And I was like, that's, that, that's kind of backhanded like i don't know if i should be offended by that or should i be take it as a compliment because splenda is better than just being like you're a broke daddy definitely not a compliment okay definitely right. don't take it as a compliment <laughs> yeah splenda yeah. daddy yeah yeah that's great i mean you could be sugar daddy to the, the ants you know in your yard i you suppose want. i could I could, I could be a sugar daddy to an alpaca yeah 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 they love that Ooh. that salt licks yeah first off their ages are between typically um, 25 to 35. If you live in a tech city like San Francisco, Seattle, the sugar, sugar daddies are very, very young. Um, wow, that really defies expectations. 25 to 35? Why would you, at, at that point, why would you want a sugar baby? Unless you're an ugly guy. These guys are probably ugly like dorky fucking tech bros. I don't think they're tech bros. All right. Well, okay. Tech programmers or developers or something. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kind of dorky. They make yeah. a lot of money so they can afford a hot, they find a hot young to... sugar baby. Yeah. But I, I always thought conventionally, you know, these guys are like, you know, 50 year old dude or retiree. You know, Generally, yes. That's what I, I mean, thought. That's how it works down here. You know? Yeah. It's interesting. I don't, 25 to 35 seems like a, you yeah, know, but she, she makes a good point, though. Like the Google guys in their 40s or early 40s, that, that makes sense to me. But I don't know. I mean, yeah. San Francisco is a different world. I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of dorks. Yeah. Not very attractive guys. Yeah. But yet they're making one hundred eighty to $250,000 a year. Right. A lot of the girls there, there's probably a lot of sexy girls that are just like, mm. sure, I don't give a shit if the guy's fucking ugly. Mm. I don't care if he looks like Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. I'll have sex with him. He's giving me money, paying my rent. You know, I don't know if you walked around, say, Silver Lake D, but a lot of the guys who were doing quite well with the ladies look like fucking Zach Galifianakis. So I don't know what fucking time you're living in. <laughs> all right, you know? Pat Oswalt. Okay. All right. All right. That I can. <laughs> Brian that I can Posehn. Handle. Okay. Guys, okay. Yeah, yeah. Any okay. girl, any right. hot girl dating yeah. Brian Posehn. Yeah. That's a sugar daddy relationship going okay. on there. Secondly, Going back a few episodes about how us millennials give out blowjobs like handshakes. Did I say that? This doesn't, it sounds like something I would say. It does sound like something you would say. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how you know that from personal experience. Do you know that from personal experience? I don't think so. 
Hmm. You're just surmising. This. I just say stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it makes really sense, give, though. Because, I don't really give it much thought, you know. But these millennials uh, have yeah. a different attitude towards sex. They're much more open-minded than the people they of our are. day. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and it's like, you know, some of these kids grew up on porn in a way yeah. that, you know, we did not, so. Absolutely true. <laughs> oh, okay. That is absolutely true. Mm, that's and huh, there was one more thing I had to say. Because I feel like some of these mono guys have the same attitude towards oral sex that, like, gay men have, where it's just expected every fucking time. Yeah, you know, or, or the thing is too. I think a lot of these millennials are more apt to do like you know menage a trois and have like right. a bisexual encounter. No, yeah. than back in like you know the early nineties. Yeah, you know when we were younger. Right. Um. Oh fuck! You know what? I'm gonna end the call here and come back to you later and let you gnaw on what I have already told you. Okay, bye-bye. Keep it sick. Keep it She actually calls back with a part two, so she remembers what it is that she forgot to tell us. All right, good. Usually they don't. Usually they're just like, listen, I need to tell you this important formula for the poison, the antidote for the poison I just get, and then they cut off or something, you know? Yeah. They're in the you- middle of explaining something important to me, and then it just gets cut off, and then they get fucking drunk and pass out in a bush somewhere. Exactly. Either they're it's too inebriated yeah. to even finish a call, yeah. or they're just too stoned to even be speaking yeah. like, coherently. It's like you, you're just too stoned. Just sit there and watch yeah. the pretty lights outside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi, Sugar Baby again. I remembered what I was going to say. Uh, women do share bad babies, as a matter of fact. Um, wait, wait a second. I missed that. Women share bugbears. Bugbears? Yeah, you know those creatures from uh, Dungeons and Dragons that are like half bug, half bear? Bugbears? I have no idea what you're okay. talking about. <laughs> what women you said, share them, apparently. No, she didn't say that. <laughs> yeah. Play that again. What would you say? All right, women all right. do share like bugbears? Bugbears. <laughs> it sounded like I couldn't understand her. It, 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 maybe it's a connection or something. Women share bugbears. Okay. Uh, women do share bad bears. Bed bears. Bed bears. Bed bear and beyond. Bed bears. Bed bears. Maybe, maybe that's what she said. I, I almost want to say, you know what it almost sounded mm. to me? Vibrators. Oh. Listen again. Let's okay, play okay. it one more time. <laughs> that's like, well, listening to for, you know, like EVP for ghosts or something. <laughs> okay. Uh, women do share bad bears. It's vibrators. You're right. You think she said vibrators? Yeah, she said vibrators. Because we were talking about that. It makes sense. It fits. Women share vibrators. Women share vibrators. That is that is sexy. Isn't that hot? It is hot. Yeah. So I wonder if like if two girls live together as roommates, if they just borrow each other's vibrators and put it back, like as if the girl doesn't know that the other one used it. That sounds like a great premise for a bondage video. Hmm. And then the other one gets mad and ties the other one up. And ties the other one up and is like, I'll show you how to use this yeah, vibrator. Exactly. Exactly. I've seen wow. it a million times. If I if yeah. I lived with a girl and I would use her vibrator, I would just leave it out in like weird conspicuous places. Right. I, I just think it'd be it. funny. Like you in the refrigerator. It. Yeah. The mayonnaise jar. Mm. <laughs> um me and my friend who I'm gonna keep anonymous. We had this whole thing where she wanted to watch me shower while looking at pictures of Charles Manson. She laid on the bathroom floor and masturbated. And then when she was done, I used the vibrator to masturbate on my own. 
This wow. was who is this? I don't know, but it's my fantasy. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely this my is fantasy. Great. This is great. Yeah. yeah. Do, and do, was do, it just pictures of Charles Manson, or was it like also like the like family Dean or Squeaky uh, from John there. Wayne Gacy? Yeah. So throwing everybody, Bobby Boussoulet. Yeah. You know, like a whole other other members of the family. You know, yeah. Dennis it, Wilson, throw him in there. Yeah, I wonder. Or yeah. I wonder if it's also. Did you also throw in the victims like Sharon yeah. Tate? Yeah, some of that. God, that that is kind of that's a very particular fetish. That's great. Yeah, that's I love it. I kind of like the idea that these two friends are just like we're gonna mm. masturbate and watch each other shower. Mm. God. So she was asleep. That was the whole cake. So to answer your question, women do share vibrators. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. I love you, Harrison. Goodbye. Okay, what am I, chaplain here? <laughs> I get no love. Seriously. Yeah. Doing this show for 10 fucking years, getting yeah. no love. Yeah, it's true. Although I do like hearing that. that That is like some spank bank material. That is, yeah. And it's th- like, it's, yeah, mental And that's like weirdly, you know, specific in a weird way. Yeah, but that, that's the thing. It's like some you know, yeah. some people call on the show and yeah. they, they, they use hyperbole. Yeah, they exaggerate yeah. things. Yeah. You know, they tell us some kind of ridiculous narrative and you're just like, that didn't happen. Yeah. This is too specific. That's almost you know? like my lawsuit. Like, you know, that's like, yeah, we, 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 you know, she wanted to masturbate while, you know, playing craft work over perfect strangers with no sound. You know, would you have been mad if she was masturbating to pictures of like cousin Larry? Only if there was a sci-fi tie in to it. That would be too much for me. <laughs> have you I'd ever like, have you ever yeah. done that? Like tried to introduce that into some kind of role playing scenario where you're Balky and she's like cousin Larry. No, I haven't done that. You should totally try to do a perfect strangers like session. I really should. Yeah. I just think it'd be funny to see mm. the girl because the girl's probably gonna be younger and she's gonna be like, What is this? Yeah. And yeah. make her watch like three hours of right. it and then have sex with her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like this idea. You know? <laughs> she's gonna yeah. be like, I wanna peg you. Don't yeah. be ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I I, <laughs> I once did <laughs> I, I once read erotic fan fiction of Step by Step. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> you remember Step by Step? Yeah. Yeah. It was Suzanne was, Summers. Yeah, Suzanne Summers. And then there were like three daughters, only two of whom were old enough to, for that to be appropriate. Yeah, I was about to say, there's one child in that show. Yeah, she wasn't involved. Okay, wait, yeah, that wasn't the, the one where sure. Suzanne Summers was the cop? Was it? <sighs> she might have been a cop. Yeah, I think yeah. she was like a police officer. And then there was like, like a, a cousin sheriff. named Cody who, who lived in the van outside their house. He played heavily into the into the, the erotic fan fiction. Um, wow. Because this was like at a time when there wasn't much bondage porn. So you just had to make your own. It's people who just write, yeah, step by step, you know. Did you ever do any Mr. Belvedere porn? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Belvedere fan fiction? Snowboat to China, never met him before. Who cares? Yeah. Um, no. No, I have not. Wow. I'd like to. Yeah. No, you know? I think this is a good thing. Yeah. I think, I think this is a good You might make some money doing this. Yeah. You know that one? There's a guy. And I've never done Who's the Boss. But that could be a fun one, that too. That already sounds like it's BDSM, yeah, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, Well, there is that episode where Tony kills... I mean, Jonathan kills Tony. But it turns out to be a dream. Oh, I didn't even Jonathan know Jonathan kills that. him with a slingshot. Yeah, but I mean... Oh, wow, really? Yeah. 
That's so weird. Alyssa Milano. She's yeah, Wings. That would be a good one, too. Wings. Hmm. Although the uh, blonde. There was the, who's the other woman in that show? Facts chair? of Life, dude. They're all chicks in the oh, house. Oh, yeah, yeah. That could work. That could work, too. Yeah. Because hmm. that, that blonde and her sister on Wings, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be hot. You know what I always thought was really hot? It was yeah. Webster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Every time he went... Every, every time he went... Inside the secret passage behind the clock, behind the grandfather <laughs> clock, I came, I came a little in my pants. Why did he have a secret passage behind the fucking grandfather clock? I think because that's where he went back to the leprechaun world or whatever the fuck yeah. he was. What the fuck kind of disease? He did used that have? to get away from the burglars during the home invasion episode, which is which was a real episode, which was not something I just made up in a fake porn in my I head. I bet you, I bet you, you have erotic fan fiction about Webster. <laughs> I bet you, you do. Like if if like yeah. someone went to your house and searched your house, they'd be like, "Oh my god, is this CP?" It's like, no, it's erotic fan fiction about Webster. I do have erotic fan fiction about the human character Webster, who is just a, a monster who could shoot webs out of his head. Wait, wait, uh, Orko? No, Orko was a wizard. Oh, okay, but yeah. he's a little guy. He's a little guy. Yeah, yeah. Webster's a, a bigger gentleman. It's <laughs> webs out of his fucking skull. Wow. All right. All right. Okay. Take your word for it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you, Sugar Baby, for enlightening us. I feel um, I feel like I've learned a lot more about the the world of uh, of sugar daddies. Although it it is weird to me that being like, I, like I aspire to be one. Like I I hope one day I'm wealthy enough to be able to afford some young hot twenty five year old girl. Um, however, it's just weird to be like 25 myself and paying a girl to date me. Like, I think that, I think that would make me drive me to suicide or something. That would, yeah. If I had to do that now, I'd be a little depressed. Yeah. But I mean, if you had that much money, you don't give a shit. Who cares? Like, why not just have three girls that you fuck that are just beautiful? I guess so. You know, go to the fire festival. All right, we got another call here. Um, this guy has a problem with us using a certain word. Mm. All right. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm a new listener, and frankly, still are funny as hell. I really appreciate uh, your listener. Commentary on the going through the backlog since Anderson got added. A new, a new uh, American listener. A new American listener. That's great. It is always we good. We get, we get a lot of uh, yeah. new English, yeah. Scottish, Irish listeners. What did he just say about me? He said he's, uh, says, I don't know, he's been listening to you since you came on the show. Oh, okay. okay. Gosh darn it. That is one fine podcast. However, you use the word retard. It's kind of fucked up, man. Like, you can call a fucking black man uh, the N-word, and he can stand up for himself and tell you to shut the fuck up. Call a gay man a faggot and he can stand up for himself and tell you to shut the fuck up. Hmm. You call a disabled person an R word, the, the, the R word, he really can't stand up for himself because frankly, he does not have the uh, wherewithal. Well, it's not like we're doing it to his face. You know, we're not monsters. Well, it's also too with the word the word retard. It's almost like mm. you remember back in the '90s when you're like, "That's gay." Yeah, you'd be like, "Something's gay." It's like, "Oh, that's mm. retarded." That's that's it's, coming back though. The word "gay" it's back. Yeah, yeah. I remember like you could do it now because it's post ironic. Right, so something. wait, it's appropriate now to say that's gay. Yeah, yeah. 
people well, know it's a different kind of gay. Back then, I remember yeah. that was like a thing you could just say about anything. Yeah. And we, and I mean, we're just apathetic mm. teens that just hated everything. Yeah. So it's like everything was gay. Right. But, uh, but it's the same thing. It's like, mm. we're not using. Because it doesn't really mean, it's not really the negative connotations anymore. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm gay. What? I, I. I fuck all the time and I have a lot of disposable income. Like, what? what is that? You know? Well, I feel like we're not you know? using the term retard, too, as right. a pejorative. It's not like yeah. I'm saying, you're a disabled person, retard. It's not that I'm yeah. saying, like, you know, you're retarded, you're, like, stupid, you're whatever. However, I do understand where he's getting with that. Right. It's a hurtful word. It is a hurtful word. And I'll, and I'll tell you two things, you know. Well, let's hear what he has to say here. Let's finish the call, right? All right. Do that. So, since they can't be an advocate for themselves, I guess I'll be an adv- advocate for them. Fuck using that fucking word, man. That's lame. You drop nigger and faggot all you want, but Jesus Christ, don't fucking disparage people that can't stand up for themselves. On a lighter note... I think it's a little presumptuous it, to assume they can't stand up for themselves. I was about to say, like, there are some, like, yeah. you know slow people mm. with like you know incredible strength like small mm. head big arms strong arms mm. uh did you ever see sling blade <laughs> carl yes, i did see I did <laughs> carl see i you yeah. know i would think twice yeah. before going in front of carl and be like hey retard yeah because carl would just like yeah yeah beat me to death unless you gave him some french fried potatoes i think this he guy might, those. i think this guy might be an ableist personally because if mm. you think about it some 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 retarded people, some mentally you know, <laughs> like underdeveloped people, could probably kick the shit out of me yeah. and you. Yeah, I, I think there's probably a good portion that could. However, I do see his point. I see his point. My ex girlfriend came over the other day, and I fucked her, and I came there. So if she's pregnant, it's your fault. I don't. I don't get that. Was she retarded? Yeah, I don't. How does so that... he had sex with a retarded girl and came in her? No, I don't think she's retarded. How do you know? Because why would where's the connect? What's the How nexus? Our... What's the nexus? <clears throat> that wasn't a very good segue. I I, <laughs> I don't know either. I'm Did a little he confused. stealth her? Yeah, I don't. Um, what? That, that's weird. What? I I don't Did know. We why... talk about this sometimes. You about... gotta remind us because we're you know. Yeah, but I don't think I've we don't ever endorsed like. Go blow your load in some girl. Like, I, yeah. I mean, yeah, especially if it's mm. your ex-girlfriend. That's like the last girl I want to, like, inseminate. Maybe, maybe he's getting us confused with old, dirty bastard. It Does he a lot. like to do that? Yeah, he likes it raw. Raw dog. Yeah, yeah. 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 Gimme, gimme. Or it's yeah. like, what's that shimmy, song? Shimmy, shimmy, yaw. shimmy, yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. Okay. Because there's, 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 there's a mix. There's two schools of thought on this, right? Because, like, on Howard Stern, they, started, they stopped using that. Oh, they stopped using the, the R word. Yeah. Howard Stern. Because I listened to, whenever we drove anywhere in rehab, they have satellite radio. So they play Stern and I'd hear like modern day Howard Stern, which I haven't hmm. listened to since fucking Artie Lang. I Lange, love Stern though. Since Artie Lang stabbed himself fucking 27 times. And, um, uh, you know, so Wendy the retard is now yeah. called Wendy the slow adult. Wendy the slow adult. Yeah, Gary the retard what ins- is what called. What prompted this? Gary the retard is called like Gary the Conqueror or something. Whoa. Yeah. When, when did this happen? Is this recent? Some point in the last uh, like four years. Jesus Christ. Some point in the last four years or so. Wow. He got some new like handler or something who kind of changed this whole thing. A new producer that was like, you shouldn't be saying yeah. retard. Yeah. 
This is why he like, you know, God, he like, you know, befriended Ellen and Rosie O'Donnell, people he always used to just mercilessly. I kind of feel like Howard Stern's trying to revamp his image, though, yes. so he can like be he's trying to be remembered. Like a, yeah. He's trying to be remembered as the guy who did the best interview of with Paul McCartney anyone's ever done well, rather I, than the guy with the stripper baloney and shit you know I think what he's trying to do yeah. though also it's like he's nearing the end of his serious yeah. contract yeah. and I think he's gonna try to segue or transition to doing daytime television is I think what's gonna happen with Stern or mm. a nighttime talk show or something yeah and I think to appeal to a more mainstream audience he probably has to stop saying retard okay well we don't have that you know well here's the thing because there's a, if we did stop saying retard and this has happened to us, where somebody, like, there was one point where you gave, like, a, a like a jokey trigger warning, I think, before going oh, into a new yeah. story about... Or, like, a mea culpa or something. About R-tards? Is that yeah. okay to say? R-tard? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, uh, no, and, I, think you're, I think you're confusing it with retard. Yeah. And retard. people are like, you cucks! You're politically correct, and yeah, going off on that. And it's like you guys, if you guys are gone soft, you know, and you falling off, you know, implacable. You can't please everybody. And I'm like, how have I fallen off? My last album was The Chronic, you know. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like I, you know, I don't know. You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. You, you are kind you know? of. You really are because the people who are like, oh, you never change anything. Although nothing I, can ever change. Although I gotta say, the other day, yeah, I, I kind of stopped. I became conscious of myself mm. using the term retarded because mm. I've been saying it a lot. Like that's mm. retarded. Like back, like, you know, we used to say that when we were mm. younger, and I think I stopped saying it for a while. Mm. And I brought it back again, mm. and uh, the other day I was at work. And I was talking about like this Adobe Creative Pl- Cloud plugin or something mm. that uh, people were using, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, it kind of works, but it's also kind of retarded." Yeah. And uh, this one guy, he's a designer, like a mm. senior designer at my work. I totally didn't even think about it. You can't say that in a business context. I know. And I saw, a, I was at his desk yeah. and I saw a picture of this family. He's got like one normal mm. kid and one kid whose face looks like a fucking Picasso paint. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with that kid, but it's yeah. like a Halloween decoration. Yeah. And he, I'm just sitting there and I, all of a sudden it occurred to me as soon as I said it, I saw his face and his, his eyes just kind of were like, it's that really disappointed yeah, expression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I thought, oh my God, that's the, that's the guy with the, the, the fucked up kid yeah the sloth yeah, yeah I mean yeah. he looks like a sloth creature yeah. it's like one eye is up here yeah, yeah, one yeah. eye is down by his mouth and so I was just like I, I, I immediately felt remorse yeah you know pangs of pangs of guilt and so yeah. I was thinking maybe maybe I should lay off the R word right or at least at work that's like when somebody I was at a business meeting once and they used the, the term tar baby <laughs> How would that even be appropriate for work? There was like a project that they didn't want to be associated with. And they're like, we're not getting anywhere near this tar baby. You know, because tar baby is not a thing you want to touch because then your hands get stuck to it. Yeah, but I mean, it's like the racial connotations of that. Yeah, they didn't think of that. They were just thinking of the Br'er Rabbit story and not the racial aspect of the Br'er Rabbit story. God. And it was like... It could have been a career ender. I don't think it was. But yeah, yeah. It was, but you can see someone going to HR over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so, so if, we're, if we're going to yeah. retard the use of our mm. word retard. Yeah. Um, that was pretty good. That's good. Um, but anyway, do we go over the whole umbrella? Like, what about the word tard? What about the word re? 
What about the word retard? You know what? You know when this started. Tardo. Com- you know what? <laughs> you know when this started coming up? It started coming up about eight years ago, when people my own age started having children, because some of them had retarded children or slow children. You do know if I ever had a kid, it, I guarantee. I would bet you dollars to yeah. donuts it's going to have Down yeah. syndrome. Yeah, probably going to have like several things like yeah. Down syndrome, cerebral palsy. Well, luckily, and Lou Gehrig's disease. You can kind of nip that shit in the bud before it happens. You know what I mean? If you oh, know yeah, what I mean. yeah, yeah. I'm you planning know? to nip it soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean you know screening and whatnot. Genetic. Oh, and that, modern well, day science is a is a is a wonder. Yeah, but know? Mike Pence is closing all the Planned Parenthood, so I don't oh, know how yeah. long he could do okay, that. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, um, I don't know. We'll consider that, you know, because I don't. I, I like the, I like I the really, word. You know, I I don't care about pissing people off, but I'm really tired of getting into fucking arguments with people on Facebook about this on the Facebook. This is a new listener, though. This guy's a new listener. No, but if we stop saying it, the arguments that I'm going to get into on Facebook are just going to fucking really fuck with my blood pressure. I might curb my use of retard just because I feel like when I say it on the show, yeah. I normalize it mm. and then I start saying it at work and I got to stop saying it at work. I've had, I've had some friends that have, I've had some friends that have had some slow children. So I, I, I do kind of feel bad. Sometimes. You, you, do you, so what, what it's happens? It's just you, a funny word though. I know, you know when you go over, it's still, so if you have friends that have kinda, like retarded kids, um, or slow kids. Yeah. Do you just ignore that when you're hanging out? Do you still play with them the same? Do you like treat them differently? It depends. Cause sometimes it's like in Rhode Island and it's like, people still say that word just like all the time. How do they say it? They're so like, like retarded. Yeah, yeah. He's retarded. Like, Hey, Hey Jimmy, stop playing with that. That's retarded. <laughs> retarded. You realize he's retarded, right? <laughs> yeah. Or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we had to take him to a special school cause he's autistic. Oh, you mean like he, he likes to paint? No, he's autistic. No, he's autistic. <laughs> like that happens a lot, you know? <laughs> How do they say retarded in Boston? Retarded. It's the same thing. Retarded. Yeah, it's the same thing. Oh, okay. Rhode All Island right. accent is basically just, it's mostly a Massachusetts accent with a little bit of New York thrown in there. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, so, we've already said the word retard like several yeah. times just yeah. now. But I had an uncle who used to, and this is a rare Rhode Island uh, colloquialism, but uh, he used to go, wow, I, I says, wow, I says. Look I at says. that guy over there. Yeah, he said, I says, wow, I says. Look at that guy over there. <laughs> I kind of like that. It's great. I heard somebody say it recently, and I, I hadn't heard it since my uncle fucking died, and it was like, oh, man, it was great. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, duly noted, thank you for your uh, your your criticism here, yeah. your constructive criticism. I'm sure you're going to make the show uh, much more listenable to more people. Yeah. Uh, people call Sigron Hotline 323-522-4032. Uh, best way to listen to the show is iTunes. I know, it's say it, I know I say it every week, but I do actually really firmly believe it from the bottom of my black heart. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to iTunes, subscribe, rate, comment. Please. We appreciate it. Also, you can go to the Cafe Press store mm. and you can buy some Sigron merch. Uh, com slash store. Click on the link to Cafe Press. And uh, here's a Sigarong song of the week came in from Daniel. He says, this is what D would sound like if he was a rapper. Mm-hmm. And uh, he actually sent, this is kind of a funny song. Have you ever heard this? Dee Dee Ramone put out a rap album. Oof. It's called, uh, he, he, his rap name was Dee Dee King. Do you remember this? No. 
The song's called Funky Man. Oh, what was oh, it from? Like 1988. Okay. Yeah, Oof. it's terrible. No, it's terrible. Mm. Um, and then he released an album. He quit the Ramones. Mm. He quit the Ramones to pursue a rap career mm. in like 1989. <laughs> and uh, he released an album called Standing in the Spotlight. It's the first solo studio yeah. album by Didi <clears throat> Ramone, released in 89, under the rap moniker Didi King. This is like that time when Mick Jagger quit the Rolling Stones in the 80s and tried to be Michael Jackson. <laughs> when yeah. you, what was the name of his album, his whole album? I think <sighs> I have it, actually. I forget, yeah. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. Um, this album is considered to be one of the biggest failures in recording mm, history. Mm. <laughs> Musically, the songs vary from like old school hip-hop mashed potato time and commotion in the ocean mm. to like kind of rock and roll like he does a little bit of like mm. kind of rockabilly rock and roll like baby doll um the album was released in the spring of 1989 a few months before dd left the ramones and it marks a radical shift for the ramones you know guitarist here he learned about rap music during drug rehab mm. so he was in rehab he learned about like and that was like what late 80s hip-hop was kind of in its infancy yeah so he learned about rap. He's like, yeah, I like this. When And that led him to record the song Funky Man hmm. in 1987. Although the song never actually ended up on Standing in the Spotlight. My favorite thing about this, a little bit of trivia here, is prior to leaving the Ramones, hmm. Dee Dee would show up to the Ramones gigs in full rap regalia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which frustrated his bandmates because <laughs> you know they yeah. had that uniform yeah, jeans yeah, yeah. leather jackets yeah. and then all of a sudden here's Dee Dee showing up with like sunglasses and a big clock yeah, very- <laughs> 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 dressing like Flava Flav and being yeah. like yo yeah. what's up he's probably like I better get on with this trend before it goes away completely <laughs> which it will but I'm sure know. Johnny Ramone is like what the fuck you doing Dee Dee yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you fucking retard yeah <laughs> Anyway, we're going to end the show here with uh, Funky Man by D.D. King. Mm. Thank you, Daniel, for reminding me about this album. I forgot it even existed. Mm. People will be back next week with episode 583. Until then, take it easy.